It is Pucks with Panger, Darren Pang, on the line with us. I called him Mr. Hockey at the open of the show because my first guest, Mr. Soccer, Bill McDermott, knows everything you need to know about soccer. And I thought, wait a minute, Panger's kind of like Mr. Hockey. I've given you a new nickname. Change your Twitter handle to Mr. Hockey. Well, I think somebody's already got that one, though, Martin. I think his name is Gordy Howe. Yeah. I think that's Mr. Hockey. Mr. Goalie was Glenn Hall. Mr. Hockey was him. The great one's obviously Wayne. Um, the Magnificent is Mario. The Flower is Guy Lafleur. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, you're right. Well, Gordy Howe probably. You might have to take that one back. Okay. Well, if just you only win 27 <laughs> games in your career. You probably don't get that moniker. Let me let me just say now. I didn't really think this one through. I didn't really. <laughs> it just kind of fit with my other guest. And you would know this, but is it Jean Bellevue, right? Who is the great Montreal? Bellevaux. Okay, Bellevaux. Yeah. So my, Bellevaux. my he was the first winner of the of the Conn Smythe Trophy in 1965. So maybe I am Mr. Hockey. There, uh, there you go. Thank you. you. When it comes to knowledge, we won't say performance, but knowledge. And my brother-in-law is Canadian, and one year for Christmas, he gave me a Jean Bellevaux, uh, like framed hockey pucks. It was really nice, but I was like, oh. what the hell am I going to do with this? And I heard an interview with Larry Plo, and he mentioned. Jean Bellevaux. So the next day I went down and I took it and gave it to Larry. And uh, then I felt bad years later saying he should be fired because I had given him a personal gift of Jean Bellevaux. But that's the extent of my hockey depth. Let's talk uh, current headlines. What do we got tonight? You've got TNT in your backyard? I do. I've got TNT, the Philadelphia, the pesky Philadelphia Flyers under John Tortorella and Brad Shaw are in town. Um, a playoff team right now, which is surprising. Um, because they they were all selling the uh, you know the moniker that this is a rebuilding year and that they're not in a hurry to get to uh, to the you know to the finish line here they got to get things going and develop a culture and then here they are they got off to this great start and and now what what do they have they had 31 wins all of last year and they got 29 this year with about 27 games to go so yeah it should be interesting with the Blackhawks. Uh, Luke Richardson and uh, and the Blackhawks and obviously they're they're struggling, but the good news is that Connor Bedard is uh, back from that broken jaw after six weeks out. So uh, that always makes it exciting. He had three points in the last period of his last game in Carolina. So the 18 year old kid is uh, he's a real deal. He's a great kid. I like John Tortorella because he's not boring, but I don't play for him. He's had success, obviously, down in Tampa. Uh, do players enjoy Tortorella? I mean, he's, I would think one thing is he kind of takes the heat off of them because so much of it gets directed at him. I think he's a good person. I think he he, he really is. I think he, he thinks long-term. I think he uh, he says some things that obviously, um, you know, they, they come off the end of his tongue, and maybe later on in the day he says, oh, boy, why did I say that? But... But all in all, I would like to play for him. I mean, I think he's a guy you would want to do whatever it takes uh, or whatever they ask of you. I, I think he's a very intelligent coach. And I think at the end of the day, you saw what happened even with Kevin Hayes. Like everybody thought, oh, he just hates Kevin Hayes. He doesn't like Kevin Hayes. He's going to run Kevin out of town. And, and you know, it, it ends up that Kevin ends up going to St. Louis. But, um, you know, then then what writer was it that was uh, that threw Kevin Hayes under the bus? and About the draft Rolo pick? Still- about the yeah, traffic, right? And, and and you know what? And, and Torts still won't talk to that writer, you know, because he, he kind of spread some rumors about it. And uh, and Torts is like, I'm not talking to him. And he won't talk to him. And then he's like, Kevin, Kevin Hayes doesn't deserve that. You were wrong. I mean, so he's, anyway, he's got a good heart, this guy. And I've known him for a long time. 
years ago when I worked for TSN in the playoffs, I was, uh, I was there for probably 30 days at a time. And a lot of our ex-coaches uh, ended up being on the panel uh, with me and Bob McKenzie and James Duffy. And, and Torch was with me for, for a number of times uh, while he was out of a job. And I, I really enjoyed his company. I, I thought he's, uh, I, I think he's very bright. I just think he comes across. Um, a lot of people think the way he comes across is, is probably not politically correct, but I like it. I think he he talks like uh, as fine as you can talk on the line nowadays, And uh, uh, but I think he says the right things, and I think he sells the right product for his players. And for those who don't know the whole story, the, the Flyers had a top pick somewhere from Europe, I believe, and he didn't want to sign with the Flyers, ended up trading him. And the report out of Philly said, yeah, Kevin Hayes told the kid, don't come here or you don't want to play for this coach or this franchise. And then Kevin Hayes locally said, what are they talking about? And then they have the press conference and Tortorella says, points from the podium, says, you, you write that thing there, that BS, that slop or whatever. It was unbelievable TV because he called him on the guy's like, yeah, yeah, I wrote it. Yeah. And he's like, what a bunch of crap. And anyway, that was a whole, that was a fascinating way to see it play out. And, and then the Blues player former flyer kind of got dragged into the, I think my initial initial reaction was Kevin Hayes seemed shocked like to get, I guess he'd played golf with the kid one time and that's how they connected some dots. Exactly right. He was, he was a good player on the uh, USA Olympic team. Um, Cutter, uh, man, what's his last name? Anyway, Cutter Gauthier. That's his name. Cutter Gauthier. And uh real good player played, played really well. He was over there and, and uh, they wanted him to turn pro and they sent over Jonesy. Uh, Keith Jones and uh, Daniel Breer and didn't want to have a meeting with them. And yeah, one thing led to another and, and, and you're right. But Torts, you know, he stands up there and how many coaches wouldn't have done that? How many coaches just would have let that one slide and whatever, but not Torts. He, he didn't do that. And he, he defended Kevin Hayes and he defended his honor and said he would never do that. He's not that kind of guy. And then people were like, well, you didn't like him as a player or whatever. He's like, yeah, that's not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Kevin Hayes, the person I like Kevin Hayes. Um, so anyway, that, that was that. But I always uh, I, I admire that so fact that he's got some gumption and stands up like that. And so Philly's playing better. That kind of eliminates maybe in yeah. the short term a job for Craig Berube that may, would be perfect because it's near his house and all of that. Do you think at this point for Chief, it's getting later in the year, it's going to be a summertime hire, like wherever he goes next? I would think so. I mean, unless I mean the perfect opportunity came up, much like uh, – you know, much like what happened with Rick Talk and his good buddy, and I'm sure Talk gives him good advice on on this. And and uh, you know, Talk was at TNT, he was in the panel, everything was going well, and then next thing you know, he he missed one week. We were all speculating that he was visiting a team, and and when when we heard out when we heard it was Vancouver, a lot of us thought, Talk, are you sure you want to go to Vancouver? You know, they don't seem like a team that's uh, that's going to be able to correct things. And and he felt differently. He felt like it was a great opportunity, and. And he was on the West Coast where he wanted to be. Um, he's got family there on the West. He didn't want to be in the East at this particular time. He goes there and he turns him around and he might be the Jack Adams Award winner. So, you know, maybe there's a scenario like that for, for Chief um, that he takes the same route as what uh, Rick Tockett took. But at this point, I think we're going to see him a few more times on, on TNT. And didn't I say that to you on the You broke that story. Pucks, Pucks with Panger yeah. broke that story. Uh, I don't know. We didn't get credit for that. Pucks with Panger said, no. look for Chief on TNT. Did he have fun? He had a blast. He, he really did. He had a great time. He, he really enjoyed it. And, you know, it, it's something else. These coaches, when like Chief, when they speak, they uh, they just have a, a presence about them. And, 
you know, usually on that on that pregame show in between periods, postgame show on TNT, you know, there's a lot of banter back and forth, and half the time guys can't finish a sentence because somebody else is cutting in with something funny or something that they want to add. But man, when when Chief was talking, I I didn't see anybody cutting in when he was talking. <laughs> Let him finish the sentence. You know? Well, and they and, put him with uh, and they put him with Gretzky, which was smart too. That was fun. One, they got you know a good smart Alec guy like uh, uh, like Keith Yandel, who's got a good sense of humor and a good easygoing guy as well. So um, no, I, I I think that was great for him, and I think it's it's important for these guys too, Martin, to to stay in it. Uh, and and I know that doesn't seem like you're staying in it, but it is. You get your face out there, and then people start talking about, hey, Craig Berube, remember what he did in '19, and and you know I I, I think that's why Torts and a lot of other guys, Peter Laviolette, Torts. Uh, I think Paul Maurice, um, these were guys that used to go to TSN all the time uh, in the playoffs so just to stay relevant and stay out there. And I, I do believe it's important because he's not a media hog kind of guy. You know, it's not Chief isn't, oh, it's about me and I'm just going to go out there and, you know, tell everybody how great I am. That's not him. He, he's he's just a, a good person that, uh, that uh, can evaluate hockey and break it down really quickly and has has a way of saying things. So I always thought that he'd be really good at it, and if he wanted to be there. So if he does, that's a heck of a job to, you know. And maybe maybe you don't go back into coaching. Who knows? And I think he was an underrated media guy because I think from the outside you'd say, oh, I bet he's just a jerk. I bet he's intimidating. I'm like, he's one of the easiest guys I've ever dealt with in terms of going up and talking to him in person, saying, hey, will you do my show? Can I text you? I'll call you. Hundred percent easy to deal with, and I think people see him and go, "Oh my God, I bet he's an ass." Like they just don't get uh, it, you know. Or I, or I bet he's really tough. Man, that guy's tough, man. He's gonna rip your throat yeah. off. I mean, that guy's gonna grab you. But that's not cheap at all. Hey, I love it. He likes he loves busting your balls and busting your chops, and then he, and then he gives you a smile and say, "Yeah, what time you want to do it?" You know, like <laughs> yeah, that's like he. Hey, how many times did he say to you or thanks, anybody banger. else? Uh, yeah, thanks, banger. Or how many times did he say, "Yeah, the Italian food here in St. Louis, nah." The best is in Philadelphia. Uh, the golf courses here in St. Louis are great. Chief, he goes, yeah, no, no. The best are in Philadelphia. He just try to rankle you a little bit and try to, you know, raise the ire a little bit and then get under your skin and then he start laughing afterwards. He's a, he's a great guy. I I think we're all so lucky that uh, that he got hired in the first place in St. Louis and we got to we got to get on that fabulous ride with a guy like that because it's not about him. He makes it about other people and that's what made that ride and that Stanley Cup so special. I think the last time we talked, the Blues were surging, and they had the initial banister bump, cooled off, then they got hot again, and now they've cooled off again. They're still sitting right there. It looks like maybe it's them and Nashville going to fight it out. Big loss the other day at home to the Predators. You know what they call that, Panger? A four-point game because either they team— They do. It's a four-point swing, buddy. <laughs> That's exactly right. That was a big yeah. one. You think it's those two—I mean, we keep talking about this, but it does feel like those two— and for the Blues, it's at minimum. It's maybe going down to the last game, it seems like. People go, there's no such thing as a four-point game. Well, let me tell you this right now. <laughs> They're both at 60 points right now. If the Blues would have won that game, they would have gone to 62. Nashville would have stayed at 58. That's the four-point game right there. There's Mr. Instead, Hockey. There's Mr. Hockey it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, it's even, and they're at 60 points each. you got to win the four-point game. That's for sure. That was a big one. And also, Nashville was all sour because Barry Trotz, their GM, took away their, their concert to U2 at the Sphere 
when they were going to go to Vegas. So they were they were all hot and bothered. So you knew they were going to come fired out there. Maybe they could get those tickets back if they played well. Wow. Yeah, I had not yeah. heard that story. That's that's like yeah. Larusa would get mad at the Cardinals, and he would tell the clubhouse guys to put the food away that they couldn't have a post game meal. <laughs> Matt Holiday, <laughs> Matt Holiday said, "I started bringing granola bars to work just in case." <laughs> oh, well, yes, yeah, like that. Okay, there's no, going to be no water on the bench for practice, and we're going to skate for an hour. No water. Okay, that that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Who's the best team in hockey right now? Is it Florida? For me, it is. I think they're built for the playoffs. I think they, uh, yeah, I, I think so. Well, you know, I just saw Carolina the other night, and, and they're starting to hum right now. Like, they started slow, but uh, since Christmas, I think they might be the best team along with Florida. So uh, I would go there. I don't know why people are overlooking Boston. I mean, they're right there again. Um, they went from a, I mean, a record-setting season last year. I know they got dumped in the first round, but that has happened in our time. And... Uh, you know, I think that's a team that you got to look at still. Um, I mean, they're one point behind Florida, number one. So the, the teams that aren't going to – the teams, again, just like you're talking about the Blues, Los Angeles, Nashville, Minnesota's making a bit of a run right here. Um, Seattle's still in play. So you still have uh, one, two, three, four, five teams still for me, maybe even six if you want to include Calgary uh, on that side of it. And then on the, on, you know, on the other side, on the wild card – that is going to be a battle like you read about because you got Tampa Bay at 65, Detroit at 64, and then you can't count out New Jersey and the Islanders because they're only four points out. They win a couple of four-point games, and look out. I'm going to leave Washington, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Montreal, Ottawa, and Columbus out of the race. But, man, that is going to be a, uh, that's going to be a heck of a ride down the stretch. It's going to be one of the best runs we're going to have down the stretch, I think, in the NHL. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. Just that late season jockeying. What Ooh, about? I got a late game too. Ooh. I got a late game. Uh, the Blues are in St. Louis late in the season, and uh, I always look at those those now. Like last year, Chicago. In in I mean, Pittsburgh should have been in the playoffs. The Florida Panthers should have been out. Chicago beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. That's right. Too, and. And then they won another game, uh, beat another team. Anyway, long story short is you can't take those points for granted. And the teams that have nothing to lose, they're the ones that play freely. There's no pressure on them. And that's what happened last year. So that, that game late in the season, I mean, could end up being the game of the year. Well, I hope in Chicago they're talking about something other than Justin Fields. I'm telling you, my timeline on X or Twitter, that's all it is. The last time you and I were talking, we almost got into this knee-deep Bears discussion because when you played there early days, it was the Mike Didka era and Walter Payton and all these guys were there. I mean, that's that town. When the Hawks are good, they can take over. When the Bulls are good, the Cubs. But it's kind of like Bears. Like it's almost. I'm sorry, but it's almost nauseating from afar. Even they 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 talk Bears all year. Yeah, they do. They do. I even find that out now that I'm here. Yeah, it's. Uh, I can't keep up with it, and I I, I don't try. I, I believe on uh, Pucks with Panger, I said that Kansas City was going to win, and oh, that yes. did happen. Um, Mr. Football that but, day. But in this in this city here, uh, what's coming up here is the, the party of all parties is going to be this Sunday. And uh, I'm surprised Chaser, maybe Chaser might be here for this. You never know because it's a Chris Chelios jersey retirement. And uh, they're retiring Chelios' sweater here in uh in in Chicago this Sunday, and 
there's going to be uh, Kid uh, Kid Rock, Eddie Vedder, uh, Michael Jordan, Dennis Rodman, um, Cindy Crawford. I was just told yesterday, um, and Chelios is inviting Candy uh, Granado because he wants the greatest Illinois, or he, he says the greatest woman hockey player in the history, to be there with him in a celebration of an American Chicago boy sweater being retired. So it's going to be quite a quite a Sunday afternoon. Wow, that sounds like a ton of fun. Pangers always he's Mr. Hockey. He's kind of Mr. Fun too. He's always in the middle of it all. Uh Darren, we'll talk to you again soon. That sounds great, Martin. This was a blast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.